Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. One or the other one. What's up, guys? What's up, possums? I'm going to go ahead and jump into my intro now because it's something that's driving me nuts. So, guys, the fantasy analysis these days is absolutely ridiculous. In the last week, I have heard that Dubs and CJ Stroud are priority waiver additions. What fucking league are those guys available in? And I've heard that you should go pick up the Titans tight end, Johnny Smith, and then the guy went on for three minutes about how valuable that position is in the Titans offense. What the fuck? And I also heard the Broncos. Yeah. I also heard the Broncos are three and one. Now, we may be wrong sometimes, but God damn it, at least we do the mental legwork to give you guys the best possible advice that we can with the appropriate information. I mean, dude, it's laughable. I don't know if Jordan is fantasy receipts or not, but fuck, if there was ever a time for something like that, it is now. It's fucking people are. All right. I, I do agree with you. Uh, I come in a little hot for us. I, I'm glad you're back from your week vacation. Oh, You've just been holding this in for two weeks. Um, yeah. But, well, plus, I went to the Bears game and I Bears Chiefs yeah. game and I haven't had a chance to talk to you guys. We'll get there. We'll I'm get all there. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there, buddy. Trust me. I feel like I wrote down some pretty uh, upsetting things about the Bears. But just in general, like you'll see some of these things and it's like, yeah, you should pick up Puka Nakua. It's like, yeah three weeks ago like it's still on like the waiver wire it's like only owned in 75 percent of leagues and i'm like yeah that's not i don't know what leagues these are like is there like 16 leagues out there that they're like yeah i can't drop cd lamb for them but you know uh i i get it joe i i understand your hostility and i appreciate you coming in hot like this so but we're here for idp for the moment um i don't i don't know if anyone else has any uh game breaking updates that we need to do right now or catch that on the other pod but if, you know. if roquan smith's on your waiver wire pick him up that is that's actually a pretty good pickup good note joe yeah. thank you yeah good thought but this is the idp pod for week five um got a few updates let's go over some injuries first the first one i want to talk about um is christian gonzalez like you know bill belichick in these cornerbacks i i swear he just happens to find one every single year in the draft, this one happened to be in the first round. J.C. Jackson was a couple years ago, too. He was later on. But Christian Gonzalez came in and had the last two weeks were just like an Icarus just flying across the sun. He flew too close, and now it looks like he's out for the season with a torn labrum. So what they decided to do was go trade for J.C. Jackson to bring him back to the Pats I don't know if J.C. Jackson is going to be the answer. I would suggest at least spec adding him in place of Christian Gonzalez because if they're going to utilize that position in that way, J.C. Jackson. I mean, Bill Belichick knows how the most to get out, how to get the most out of J.C. Jackson. So I would suggest going that direction. Fair enough. I mean, honestly, uh, 
I don't really play the whole cornerback game. There's only a couple corners I really like rostering unless you're in the cornerback specific markets. But um, onto the defensive backs that I kind of talk about, or at least well, I try to get. Miles Bryant. I just, just want to throw that out there. There's a couple uh, out had, there that he's are had 26 rookie. tackles, um, starting with the Patriots. Now he was playing his cross from uh, not JC Jackson, Christian Gonzalez. Christian but Gonzalez. yeah, he's getting a lot of tackles. They're targeting him a lot. I don't know now that Christian Gonzalez is not there if they're going to stop targeting him as frequently, but just definitely a name to keep an eye on. Yeah, I was going to say, one corner that I actually do have rostered in some leagues is Diamandador Lenore, which is just a phenomenal name because he had 10 tackles the first two games, but uh, five tackles since then in each game. But, I mean, the corners, I'm not saying they're not valuable. I mean, Slay had 11 tackles last week. I mean, there are corners out there that can be playable. I just feel they're like... They're on the rise, man. They're on yeah, the rise. They are. There's a lot more. But anyway, into the safety game, Jamal Adams injured again. Uh, I think it's just a concussion um unsure status at this point but at this this point it really just means keep firing up julian love he's we weren't really sure what the role was going to be i think i sat julian love in a league thinking well let's see what happens with jamal coming back obviously he was still out there on the field but now he's back to his same playmaking that he has been the first four weeks so do not worry about julian love hopefully you didn't drop him i'm assuming people aren't that silly but you never know because leagues can get a little tight sometimes on the bench so yeah Julian Love's been killing it. Like it a lot. Good, good pickup. Does he have an injury right now, or am I thinking of somebody else? Um, no, he's perfectly healthy, as as far as I know. Nine um, tackles. I'm thinking tackles. of Blackman. Never mind. The other Not Julian. Healthy. There's lots of Julians out there. Um, any other injury updates notable that we need to talk about here? I, I didn't see a whole huge list of uh, IDP. Not that there's a whole lot of IDP news out there in the first place to give some injury updates, but uh, just some of the notable ones there. But One of the guys that has been injured, that uh, Eric Kendricks, he's been, he played week one, hurt his hamstring, he's been out, and then they kind of had him like a soft rebound last week before going <laughs> to their bye this week. You should try to acquire him um, in whatever league he's in. So his manager's sick of it. He hasn't really done much for him this year, especially to where he was drafted to be. So uh, Murray's looked pretty good in his absence, but I think Kendricks gets that job right back. So go float some trades for him. Um, linebackers are kind of hard to come by this time of year. So it appears Billy has him. So try to trade Billy for Eric Kendricks. Uh, Eric so Kendrick's Billy, gonna... <laughs> who do you want for Eric? <laughs> Live on air trading as we do. Um, I have had him for like five years and I'm just going to keep riding the wave. Just, yeah, don't blame you. Just got to do it. Well, I want to get into some some temper expectations, and that is Terrell Bernard. Um, super phenomenal breakout season, uh, essentially his rookie year now that Tremaine Edmonds is gone. Um, I swooped him in pretty much every league except for one, which more props to the guy who kept, kept trying to trade him to me. Um, but solid games and was getting those sacks, interceptions, fumbles. It, everything was looking good for him. Now he's going to have Von Miller coming back. And I, I just kind of wanted to break it down here. What do you guys, do you think this is going to affect his role? Is Von going to play another position? Or, I mean, obviously they're not going to cut his snap percentage significantly, but I mean, I think, are the tackles still going to be there? Are the numbers still going to be there? I think Bernard's fine. I think uh, when Miller comes back, he's going to start eating into Russo and um, all the guys on the Buffalo Bills line because he kind of just cycles out with them. I mean, Russo's dealing with the injury. He's not playing, you know, what is it, like 40% of snaps. They just rotate those guys so much, and I think that's really what Von Miller is going to be at this stage in his career. 
Yeah, yeah I think a pass rusher. I was just going to say, I think they're going to save Von Miller as much as possible. They really do not want to re-injure him. So I think limited snaps to start out with, and then I think he's going to be on a snap count at least until they get into December and January because going into the season or going into the postseason, that's when they're going to need Von Miller the most. And that's what happened last season. They used him a lot at the beginning, and then he gets hurt for the season. So I think this is the time that I think Bernard's still going to have quite a big role. It just might not be as huge of a snap share. Yeah, I just I honestly can't really remember where Vaughn played. Uh, I know he's been everything basically in his career, but with their D line being what it is right now, I just assumed maybe still kind of be that inside outside linebacker type. So interested to see. For sure. Um, all right. Obviously, the temper expectations of all temper expectations is Khalil Mack. Um, look, he had six sacks in one game. If you play in IDP one, two, three scoring, it was 77 points in one game. That is insanity um, from one player at 32 years old. I personally think this was just a one off happen, you know, kind of like that Chandler Jones game from week one, I think it was either last year or two years ago, where it was like five sacks in the first game. Um, I think this is kind of that. It's going to be a one-off against a battle line, a rookie QB that should probably have thrown the ball away more. I don't think this is a sign of things to come. If if somebody's willing to pay a price for him, might be the time to offload him. I Absolutely. paid a pretty penny on the waiver wire in the Kings Classic just because um, he was sitting there. Uh, I'm going to see if it wasn't like a momentum builder for Cleo Max. We saw, you know, with Joey Bosa's hamstring, we saw Thule kind of perform. And then, you know, Cleo Mack just kind of popped off here. So maybe he's just, he's old. It took him six months to get going, you know? <laughs> six years, you mean? No, I'm just kidding. No, he's six- actually been, <laughs> he's actually been a good two. rotational piece the last few years. Uh, but I mean, just getting six sacks in a game, I mean, sets him up to be a double digit sacks easily this year. I'd like to see him continue his way in Dallas in two weeks. That'd be pretty freaking amazing. Dak, the Mac attack's coming for you. Yeah, man. Khalil Mack's coming. So, um, <laughs> be fun. It was fun to see him back, like being Khalil Mack again for at least one more time. Like I, any Khalil Mack fans would be happy with that being the performance that takes him out of, you know, this league. This is literally what the, every Bears fan wanted, and it happened two years after he was on the Bears. So he, he had a good 2018. Okay, he did. That. He did start out hot and then went down a cliff real quick. So um, another temper expectations, or you know, up and coming. Not 100 percent sure. Hassan Reddick finally gets his first sack. We're excited, yet also concerned because uh, the snap percentage. Although we know that they're rotating, everyone's healthy. We kind of talked about this last week, but he finally did get his first sack against Washington. Um, I'm hoping to see more of this, but uh, the 50 plus snaps looks good. Uh, those two games in between, not really sure why the snaps were so low at this point. So uh, maybe nursing that thumb injury was a little r- more rough than I expected or everybody expected. But um, I, I don't want to say temper expectations for Reddick, but I, I mean, do you start him now, now that he got that first sack? And or is it still one of those just boomer bust like tight ends that you're like, ah, I guess I'll go ahead and put him in. Hopefully he gets the, the amount you spend on him. You have to put him in the league. Like you have to have him yeah. in because you're, you're living and dying by Hassan Reddick with where you probably spent. Um, but if you do have other options it might be a matchup based situation. I want to yeah. see another week of 
if he gets another sack this week, I'm comfortable throwing him in the lineup. I, you know, I had three goose eggs from him to start the season. So it hurts a little bit, little bit pissy about this. So Who would have thought putting two like monsters in the middle of the line would have stopped him from being able to get around to the quarterback. Yeah, honestly, I thought it would help if anything, but uh, going against Stafford this week, and then he goes to Zach Wilson at, at the Jets. So, I mean, you should like assume that. that's a startable session. And Stafford's not really, he doesn't really have the legs he used to. So, naturally, Stafford could be a sackable candidate. But yeah, I think you're you're playing against Lamar Jackson. You're like, I, I, he could run into Hassan Reddick. That'd be your best bet. But like looking at Zach Wilson, I think that would be kind of the guy you're trying to go against or Washington again in a few more weeks. So. For sure. Um, all right, I have one, at least one more that I want to get to, and that's Devin Witherspoon from Seattle. Um, look, he had two sacks as a cornerback. That is not natural. That is that is something that you never see in a game. He had um, like an all-time rookie performance from a cornerback, and it seems like the Seattle Seahawks are just good at finding quarterbacks. They had Tariq Woolen last year win Rookie of the Year and a defensive rookie of the year. And then Devin Witherspoon already proving, making his case for why maybe he should win rookie of the year this year. I don't know how they're this good at developing secondary players, but here we are. And although this week was fun and last week he was good too, I just don't see how it's sustainable for a rookie cornerback to put up these kind of numbers when it's a cornerback, as Josh was saying. I mean, I, I know that the cornerbacks are having a renaissance this year, but there's just no way, right, that he's going to keep this up. You gotta you gotta throw the ball to his receiver is the problem. And if you know Joe Burrow in two weeks doesn't decide to throw to his side, or and Devin Witherspoon's not coming off on the edge on sacks and doesn't get connect on those sacks, I mean, it's tough to say what a corner is going to do. That's why like playing the stud corners is usually not the play. Like you know Marshawn Lattimore doesn't usually go out there and score a bunch of points unless he gets an interception because nobody throws to his side. Right. Same um, with Sauce. Sauce Revis back in the day, you know, I mean. I just, the way Seattle uses these guys, like Willen last year and Devin Weatherspoon, they disguise a lot. So I kind of like it. I kind of think he could. I mean, obviously he's not going to repeat what he did last week, but as far as cornerback yeah. leagues go, yeah, he is. I would say he's a top guy for sure, just because of how they use him. Yeah, well, I found that slot corners usually end up with the most tackles just because they're already in the middle of the field to kind of help close in on the running backs and stuff like that. But the tackle numbers are just crazy for Witherspoon right now. Well, and what's crazy is Tariq Woolen was kind of hurt the first three games, and then last week he finally came back and actually had like an actual Tariq Woolen game. And what did that do? It only helped Witherspoon have the best game of his career so far. So, like, that didn't even temper what he was doing. So – I, yeah, I don't know what to make of it. It's very strange. Cornerbacks, they're having a moment, boys. They're having a the moment. Legion of Boom. The Legion of Boom 2. We're not doing it. The Legion of Boom 2. Uh, we need yeah. to come up with like a second part of that title, like every second movie ever has. Legion of yeah. Doom. The, the Legion of Boom 2. The Legion of Doom. Yeah, that's lame. We'll figure out something better later. We're not agreeing. <laughs> We're not in the moment yet. Fuck you, um, well, getting into, uh, I, I don't know if this still qualifies as a waiver wire pickup, but uh, I'm pretty sure I talked about the, talked about this guy last week, and he continues to uh, show off. So uh, Julian Blackman, I'm going to talk about it again. Um, safeties and linebackers on bad teams get tackles. Uh, they're usually on defense. They're usually ready to tackle the uh, running back. Obviously, this game went into overtime, too, so it's a little bit tough to say. 
oh, he got nine tackles. How many of those were in overtime? Maybe two or three, so six tackles. But still, seeing the double-digit tackles from a safety who uh, historically has been okay is just – it's nice to see. These are, the, these are the kind of guys that I target and just stack up on my bench and just see what works because you never know. Defense, I feel like, is ever-changing, and this is how I end up with the Hufangas of the league. And I'm not saying black and comp anyone, but, you know, just think about it. Go get them. Yeah. No. Julian agree. Blackman's awesome, man. And then, I mean, I just I had two waiver wire pickups. David Long uh, in Miami is a really good one. Um, mm-hmm. Jerome Baker is finally in the doghouse. I think every football fan for the last three years could have been like, hey, Jerome Baker probably shouldn't be starting for you. Um, David Long seems to be taking it over here. Van Ginkle could kind of move into that role uh, when Phillips comes back. But um, I think it's David Long's. David Long's to lose. And then uh, Rudy Ford from Green Bay talking about defensive backs. Man's a playmaker. He got – I he I thought Jonathan Owens was going to take over this starting spot. But it is Rudy Ford, and he has been a playmaker this year. That's true. Um, all right. Well, my only one, it kind of came off today's news. Randy Gregory was released by the Broncos, which means Nick Benito is your new starter on the defensive uh, line. Look, he took the task to Joe's Bears last week, two and a half sacks, a forced fumble. He had a great name. N-I-K-B-I-N, Josh, just so you can get the I'm trying video. here. Oh, N-I-K. N-I-K. There you go. Okay. Oh. Um, but anyway, for the audio audience, yeah. he finally is now the starter in Denver. They're really wanting to go with the younger crew here. He finally – I mean, he had a decent game in week three, but in week four he finally actually had his game. Um you can do that against the bears. And so now I think going forward, we will get to see what Nick Benito can do because he's got the starting uh, position for the rest of the season. So I can't wait to see him. Oklahoma legend, Nick Benito, by the way, I'm excited to. Oh uh, my God. That's what have him. Again. Well, I mean, but it is news because Randy Gregory just signed a five-year contract last year and they just released him. Like how yeah. crazy is that? That team is just a goddamn train. Well, that right that defense is a dumpster fire, so I can see why they're trying to make wholesale changes. But you know, still. well, I mean, the Cardinals' defense doesn't look great either, but they get fantasy points. That's the thing is, you don't have to be on a great defense to get ten tackles a game or get to three, two and a half sacks. So, thanks for by the way, thanks for bailing me out there. I could not spell that name to save my life. I I saw you struggling when you were typing, so uh, I was like, I don't know, help them out. Struggling is Benito a type of fish? Uh, I think it is. Should Good be. question. Yeah. If, if it isn't, it is um, now. So. By the way, we'll the get back race to for fantasy points this season, Zaire Franklin, number one. I don't know if I saw that coming. Um, I actually have him in a couple leagues. Pretty fucking excited about it. Um, yeah, what? he's having the best IDP season so far, which is kind of exciting. But yeah, it he's doing out of everything, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. It's every very exciting to see. I mean, you see those numbers and you think, wait a minute, isn't isn't that supposed to be Shaq Leonard? Isn't that Shaq Leonard doing that? And then it's like, nope, no, it's not. Who is injured again? It's Zaire Franklin. It's, it's Zaire get, Franklin. Did he get injured again? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And he's been playing the whole year too. And I, I thought maybe like in the beginning, kind of ease him in. But yeah, Shaq's. Shaq's I mean, at this it. point, right. EJ Speed just looks better than Shaq Leonard, which is crazy to say, but. Yes, I don't know why I'm like, playing this game. This is like the year three of your EJ speed <clears throat> crusade that you've been on, Joe. The first two weeks did work out. The second two weeks, though, are I mean, honestly, if a defensive player ends up with eight or nine points, I'm not upset. I mean, I'm not happy. Yeah. 
but I've had zeros with Sod Reddick for the first three weeks. You think I'm, I'm not used to some some bad plays here and there? I mean, to quote the great Top Gun, I feel the need, the need for speed. The yeah, and then for speed. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, speaking of, let's let's just get into some struggling veterans. Um, we've already talked about Hassan Reddick. Um, I I hate to say this, but Nick Bosa struggling, having a slow start as well. Um, only one sack on the year so far. Obviously, you know, not a whole big tackle guy. I mean, he's making an impact there. Is this maybe a Hargrave stealing some thunder there or, you know, getting getting close too quickly so Bosa can't come around the edge? Um, seen a lot of edge rushers this year not getting the uh, pull that they used to. So, I don't know. What was that? What you- Two weeks ago, he should have had that safety on Daniel Jones, but 100%. they called some bullshit. That would have really helped his stats there. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you're still starting. You're still starting Bosa. You can't sit him. Um, I think Reddick can be sat, if I'm being honest, if you have a better option. But you probably don't. So, once again, you kind of have to start these veterans. But um, it's just disappointing to see, you know, a guy, especially if you went out and traded for him in the offseason, probably not feeling very happy about that at the moment. So Definitely not. Nick Bosa will turn around. I'm not worried about that. I think you're right about that too. It just sucks because I think a lot of people expected this year for him to go back to the 18 sack, maybe even push for 20, and we're not seeing that, and we're not even close to that. Yeah. Plus, Drake Jackson having a year. I can't believe it. I, I had been holding on to Jake Jackson, and I finally let him go in a couple leagues this offseason because I was like, well, I don't think it's ever going to happen. And then now it's happening, so isn't that cool? Love that. Yeah. I'm waiting for the absolute monster Aiden Hutchinson game. I know it's coming. Um, he's got three and a half sacks already, but he leads the league in pressures. He looks awesome. One one of these games, he's going to pop off and have a four, three, four, five sack game. Could it be against waiting. Bryce Young? I really hope so. Uh, we'll get into Bryce Young later. I have a, I have a whole little take about well him. i mean but in the idp sense for bryce young bryce young still thinks he's in college and still thinks he can outrun defensive ends on the nfl level because he could do it in college because most of those guys were going to end up being like you know plumbers and auto mechanics he can't do it against nfl players he tries to do it every week it's hilarious to watch because he does not understand that he's not faster than them um, and this was kind of always going to be the problem with him coming into the league because he's not Kyler Murray fast. He's just Bryce Young fast. And I think it's going to be feasting for IDP players, especially edge rushers against him because he's going to hold on to the ball and not necessarily throw it away on, in the correct amount of time, which is going to lead to sacks. There, there could be the hutch sack in itself. But honestly, the Detroit Lions defensive line and just in general has been looking great. Even some of the guys that are, you know, I don't want to say no namers, but, you know, not as popular as Aiden Hutchinson are getting into the fold. So you're going to see more of that. And I think Hutchinson pops off probably this week. I think you should. I mean, you're already starting him, but you should you should just be happy to, to see what he does this week. I'm hoping at least. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the monster. I, I know he's doing good. It's I know that game is going to come, though. So buckle Spe- up. Speaking of last year's draft class, let's talk about Kayvon Thibodeau, who finally had his, uh, you know, breakout per se you know at least flash uh the the one bright spot of the new york giants yesterday um or monday feels like yesterday that's how bad that game was it's engraved into my it brain horrible. so it's horrible um, it's nice to see because honestly i feel like 
Thibodeau probably, you know, getting a little upset that he's not putting those numbers up, seeing Hutch have a pretty good year. I mean, it's not like he's having a bad year by any means, but, you know, definitely want to see him flash a little bit more, especially for a team that needs defensive points and needs turnovers and changes, changes of plays. So what's frustrating is the first two weeks, the giants like look completely lost out there. I'm not saying they've, they've done much better because Daniel Jones is making his contract look embarrassing. But at least from the like D line linebacker perspective, like the whole defensive perspective, they should have been a lot better than they were the first couple weeks. I feel like they're finally finding their footing. And I think Kayvon Thibodeau, in my opinion, is a trade target because I think whoever has him, maybe they still believe, but you could potentially convince them that like, Hey, that was just a flash in the pan. Maybe that wasn't, you know, that's, that you're going to trade him at your highest right now. And maybe you could be able to go get him because I think in his career, he's going to be fantastic. Yeah, you're not getting him for me, Billy. So don't try that shit. Oh, did that say your name under there? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love, I love whenever we're just doing our league and it just like happens to be one of us. And we're like, yeah, man, I really like this guy. It's like, no shit. He's on your team. That's true. <laughs> I wanted to bring up Deron Bland, who is having a hell of a season as a, um, for the Cowboys at safety. Um, Diggs went down and Deron Bland has been all over the place and he's only getting better as the weeks go on. Um, again, don't know if you're going to be able to trade him after he just had that big game, but I think you could potentially talk somebody into giving him up because I, I think he's going to be a good player for that defense for years to come. Well, the, the thing about this is, I mean, I know people don't look at it like I do, but like a pick six to me, yes, that's amazing when you have him in your lineup, but you can't bank on that ever you know what i mean obviously the the three interceptions looking good uh but if i were to you know be having that conversation like hey man he's only got six tackles in one game you know i love a good flashy player but um yeah i mean it's it's a pick six you can't plan for that obviously it's lovely when you get it though yeah the two pick sixes he's got is i'd be trying to sell if i had him on my squad you believe it's going to continue yeah I'll pick him up. I mean, obviously, I don't think he's going to have a pick six every game. But I do think that he is a a player that you can put in your lineup and have him be confident. Hey, he's free for the taking in our league right now. um, So feel free to go pick him up if you guys want him. I'll pick him up and trade him to you, Bill. Are you guys – I'm going to bring up TJ Edwards here. Um, As a Bears fan, I would not advise – trading for any Bears player. But if there was one to trade for, TJ Edwards is about as solid as they come right now, playing 100% of the snaps, never lower than eight tackles. He's not flashy. He's not getting you the sacks, the fumble recoveries, the interceptions, nothing like that. But he's very stable. And I think if you tried to trade a flashier guy to your opponent, um, he'd probably move him. Yeah, honestly, I, I have to just say that the, uh, the replacement of um... – Roquan Smith is not easy, but with guys like this, Tremaine Edmonds, Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards, it's been working out really fine. And the fact that two of them can still thrive and still go get 12 tackles, 16 tackles a game is phenomenal. But at the same time, when the other team's running the ball down your throat because you're down by 30, that's going to happen. So um, if you got either of these guys, you're pretty happy. We're out here looking for tackle floors, and these guys have very high tackle floors. And this week against the Commanders, I don't think that they're going to, you know, the tackle floor is going to be even less. Oh, forgot this is coming out on Friday, so we're not even going to – people aren't even going to know that anyway. They're going to know if that happened or not, but I'm sure it happened. 
it'll be on it'll be out on youtube hopefully on thursday but you know maybe not who knows who knows how my day goes tomorrow we'll see absolutely I love that josh i love that josh. And since since you guys are so damn studious on your shared google sheets and everything i just had two thoughts that i'm gonna go in on um on my late to the party editions uh kyle duggar Played over 50% of the snaps last week from the box and got 15 tackles. Um, my only question there is, is that going to continue? I really hope so, because we all drafted Kyle Duggar, you know, when he was a rookie for this exact role. So maybe Belichick's finally going to switch him to that. And then a guy to just keep an eye on if you're in a really deep league, maybe throw him on the bench, Miles Murphy. Uh, he just got to 30% on his snap count, and he's, he's doing really – Really good work out there. I'm proud of him. So since he's tied to Hubbard and Hendrickson pretty long term, but we could start seeing more of a rotation if Miles Murphy starts to pop a little bit. So just a guy, guy to keep an eye on, throw on your bench, see if you can find him. Also, Miles Murphy could be used as a defensive tackle. He's a big boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're not right. He's he's pretty free. Uh, I will say something about Duggar is just amazing that he's played 66 and 63% or 63 snaps each game. It's just such a clean number, and it just looks really nice on uh, – <laughs> on the screen so but yeah so that's the idp hour man uh any any questions any starts let's please comment on the youtube pa- uh, page send it to us on twitter figure out figure out a way to contact us we will more than likely help you out i, I just i don't want to promise anything because we might not but at the same time we will try our best ah! <laughs> and like that's that. what's important well, i don't want to be like we'll help you out and then he sends a whole thing and then like nobody responds uh I, it's gonna be billy that's gonna respond but he'll tell us about it because he's really good at the social medias which we really appreciate the social he media is our team. coordinator social media now he's a specialist all right he's a social media specialist let's not let's yeah. not give him the coordinator status i feel like we could bump him up he's got a promotion so uh hey, but check good. us out yeah happy iep hour we'll talk to you soon anyone anything want to anyone wrap this up billy get us out of here fly eagles fly Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.